Hello and welcome to another edition of the HFL show brought to you by Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Ald. On this week's podcast, we'll catch up with Fort William interim manager Callum McLean as well as hear from Clacknacudden manager Jordan McDonald. Personally, I've just arrived back in Inverness after hot-footing it from Dudgeon Park where I watched Broader Rangers beat Rothis by three goals to nil. We'll recap tonight's action in the Highland League as we record this on Wednesday evening. Plenty of uh, games, of course, seven games in total across the league and also Aberdeenshire Shield. Let's first of all recap Saturday's action. Uh, plenty of goals. Bruna Rangers were in amongst the goals, scoring eight at home to Strathspey Thistle in an 8-1 win. The leaders, Fraserburgh, were 3-0 winners away to Huntley. Bucky Thistle won the big game of the day at home to Inverurie Locos by three goals to nil. Brecon City won the winners at home to Huntley. Forest Mechanics and Devon Vale fought out a 2-0 draw, as did Lossiemouth at home to Fermartin. And Nairn County were also held to a draw at home to Wick Academy. Rothes, 5-0 winners over Keith. And Clach had to overcome a spirited Fort William, winning by four goals to three at Grant Street Park. Fort William is where we'll start this week's podcast. Let's now catch up with the interim boss, Callum McLean. Callum, how's it going? Um, very good, thank you. Yeah, all good, yeah. Uh, now, Callum, back in interim charge at Fort William. Uh, how has the, the last couple of weeks been for yourself? Well, tough. <laughs> yeah, I got a phone call on the, the Sunday after the East Stirling game with the Scottish Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, yeah, on the Sunday, and I was asked if I could help the club out. I said, yeah, in what way? The, the, the manager was leaving it, so he resigned on the Wednesday. I was asked if I'd take it on. So, I don't, I don't know how many times I've been. I think this is the fifth time I've been back. I never ever say to the club. Uh-huh. I've come in. I went to look at them. I haven't seen the trainer yet. I went to the first game was Huntley. And I looked there and to be honest, um, I wasn't really impressed. Um, <laughs> so then the next game we had was the Wednesday night. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, I the boys away, had a big talk with them, and um, the reaction we got was fantastic. Yeah. It was night day, day, day from Bucky, uh, from Hutton, uh, Yeah. Uh, and I thought, we were very unlucky not to come away with three points. Yeah, that well, that that result um, kind of was the first first positive result, if you like, this uh, this season for for the club. Um, in terms of, I mean, you mentioned there you've you've been in the dugout a couple of times uh, in in charge of the club. You're no stranger to to taking charge of for William. But in terms of coming back into the club over the last couple of weeks, I spoke to Paul Coots, the the assistant manager, at the start of the season, and I think that they uh, himself and Ashley had brought in, you know. Um, some some new players to the club as well. What have you uh, made of the kind of changes to the squad and and, and you know working with these guys over the last number of weeks? 
there's been uh, an awful big change in the squad. Uh, Ashley and Paul. They've, oh, there's like almost 15, 16 come up from London, Sheffield, all over the country. And, uh, my first impression was, as I said, for the scene of a country. Well, uh, not any better than what we had here. So, but now I've been here, I've worked with them in that the last few weeks. The talent, the talent is there. Mm-hmm. It's just getting it out of them. Um, they, they haven't been used to playing Highland. They didn't realise how hard Highland League football is. Yeah. On that first day at Huntley, I was no, there was no tackling. There was no, they were scared to tackle. They weren't putting themselves about. So, well, I don't know what kind of football they play in England, but they won't survive up here. Because yeah. it's a hard league, the Highland League, as everybody yeah. knows. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. As I said, when I had a wee word with them on Wednesday night, I said, I'm going to have to dig deep and tackle and up the gate 100% for this one tonight, because if you don't, you're not going to get any points this season. Yeah. yeah. I think they took it on board. They obviously took it on board. They played fantastic that night. That was a good result for you because you near were three one up at uh, at one point um, in the game, and to come back and get um, a draw from that. Now it's interesting because you know over the the last couple of results over the the last couple of weeks, I know they haven't gone your way, but you know you've you've had um, you know Strathspeth this or last week. Wasn't a great scoring, but you were leading at half time. I know that you'll probably tell me that, um, you know, you have to be leading at full time to earn the points, and, and the same on Saturday as well. But the, the positives are there, aren't they? The positives are there. Um, and well, to be fair, in the Strasbourg game, um, we were two 0 up, and to be honest, we didn't. We shouldn't have been two 0 up. I don't know how we were, but we took our chances and. Up, they scored just on half time, mm-hmm. and I knew I knew myself on the way the game was going. If they didn't um, step up for the second half that we were trying to get them to do, then believe um, that we could go on and win this game. Um, there was no the, the, the tempo didn't rise; it was just flat. The whole game was flat. Stress they thought deserved their win, um, but. The, there some harsh words after that game. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, but then Clark, first minute, first minute we're 1 0 down. Then they start playing then. And we're 3 1 up. Mm-hmm. And playing really well. The, everything seemed to click and gel that night, they had Saturday there. The passing was good. The commitment, the, the desire to want to win, the tackling, it was, it was all top-notch and everything seemed to be going great. But as we said, at least we got them in at half-time and said that Clark was going to come at us. And we were a wee bit short in the back against um, Clark. And we knew that. Um, we made a change after 15 minutes. One of the players we took him off. Uh, it was too slow. He was too slow. Clack were targeting that area. Um, but 
game got on, the clerk came in to more and more. And some great saves by our keeper and some great defending, but we couldn't actually hold on for the win. And I thought maybe a, a draw would have been a fair result, to be honest. But as a defending, we've, we've targeted that area um, to strengthen. So we know about that and we'll deal with that at the moment. So if they can sort the defence, we know we've got goals in us. Yeah. Yeah. The boys up front and the midfield superb. Yeah, playing with that boys up front. Yeah, because if you look at your last couple of games, you scored three at Strath, three at Clark, three against against Nairn as well. So goals aren't a problem now. As we mentioned, we we are recording this uh, Wednesday morning, so we can't talk about the the Bucky game too much. But uh, your next couple of games, uh, you know, way to sorry, way obviously uh, I think it's a home game, but it but it's a way to Lossiemouth and then uh, Tariff uh, the week after that as well. Two two massive games. Um, you don't need me to tell you that these are. These are kind of really important games for you, Callum. Absolutely. Um, one of the sort of reasons when I was asked to um, come back and help, I don't want the football club to go down. I've had many a great time with the football club and great memories of the football club. And I think if they're going to go down, it'll be a long, long struggle. I don't think we'll ever get back, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And we have to. We have to stay up this season. Other clubs that can go down and come back, I don't think they'll win. They'll come back, to be honest. So these games coming up are massive. We, en- we emphasise how massive the game was against Strasbourg. Uh, Bay. Try and close the gap. But nothing was taken on board that night. We've fallen. We're falling down. Big gap is there's five points now between us and Tullaf mm-hmm. coming up against them. It's massive. They have to win that game. In terms of your own, um, you mentioned that you're coming in to help out now. Apologies, I might have. I think I called you the interim manager. I mean, is is that are you is that your title or are you are, are you kind of you know just working game by game at the moment or are you going to got a uh, an agreement in place with the club yet? No, I've got. Um, there's a, there's a manager coming um, Just got to finalise things. Um, and he'll be here. Um, I've met him. Um, very impressed with him. And I think he'll take the boys to the next level. Okay. Yeah. But at, but at the same time, I mean, are you, are you going to work alongside this manager or are you just kind of just... Are you just kind of... Plug in the gap if you my, my, my role was to come in and, and steady the ship for him to come in and get some points on it to make it a bit easier for him. Right. Um, when he comes, I'm sure I'll have a talk with him as well. And if he wants me to be around, I'll, I'll be around if needed. Okay. But in the long term, I think I'll just be letting him get on with it, to be honest. Okay, okay. Uh, Callum, I uh, appreciate your time, taking some uh, time out of your, uh, your your week off, your October break, and uh, best of luck against uh, Lossie on, on Saturday, and of course uh, for the for the rest of the season, and you know, I, I think that the whole of the, the Highland community, the Highland League community, would, would, would love to see Fort William stay in the in the league, um, it's a, it's a, you know, they're a brilliant club, brilliant um, 
part of the Highland League. Uh, and I wish you all the very best. Thanks very much, Ian. Cheers. Thanks for talking. Delighted to welcome onto the podcast now Clark manager Jordan McDonald. Jordan, how's it going? I'm not bad, Ian. Surviving the October holiday, I think, is it's probably... Um, well, it's crucial for me just now. You've got young kids as well. So the, the next couple of weeks, obviously, away from football, uh, just making sure we get through this uh, this latest school holiday, that's that's the key thing, isn't it? That's it, mate. I've got stuff I've been told to do, so I'll be getting bossed about for the next couple of weeks, but that's just the way it goes in the holidays, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. I've just escaped a, a house full of kids from sleepovers. I think there's seven kids in total the last kid, last time I counted anyway. I hope there's seven. So I've escaped <laughs> uh, up here to, to chat to you about Clark. Um Jordan, let's let's talk about last weekend. Um ironically, um I spoke to Callum McLean earlier, who's in the opposition dugout on Saturday. You faced Fort William at Grant Street Park, uh, got a goal early on and then kind of Fort who've made a habit recently of, of kind of uh, starting games well and, and had the lead at half time, but you guys managed to battle back and get the win. What was your thoughts on that uh, 4-3 win on Saturday? Um, first of all, we listen, first and foremost, it was about us winning the game. Um, and we done that. Um, thoroughly deserved to do it in the end. Listen, we, we spoke to the players after. We weren't ruthless enough in the second half that the, the chances that we created... We won 4-3, it should, it should have been more, um, but the first half, Fort William deserved to be ahead. Um, we started off really well the first five minutes, we could have been two or three up, and then we just switched off and fair play to Fort William, they took full advantage, and they were well worth their lead. Um, their, their front three are handful. They're busy. They're constantly on the move. And listen, we didn't, we didn't stop them. Um, and they were very good. They were thoroughly deserving their three-one lead. And then we got one just before half time. That seemed to settle us down. Um, we got in at half time, and we didn't do the things we were good at in the first half. Ian, um, you know, I think we've made no secret at the habit that we like to get the ball down. We like to move it quickly. We like to be patient, we like to pull teams out and make wee gaps and create wee gaps where people don't want to go and pick up players and we didn't do that first half, um, we rushed everything we went long, which just doesn't suit us um, and fair play to Fort William, they capitalised and as I said, they, they thoroughly deserve to be to be leading the game at, at half time um, but no, second half we regrouped and we were basically camped in Fort William's half the whole second half and the number of chances we created, we did things right. In the end, we just, Fort William couldn't handle our movement, the way we moved the ball, the pace we did things at, and we got there in the end. So it was pleasing. In terms of the, the last ball, great to get a win, as always, on a Saturday afternoon. But in terms of the last couple of weeks, um, you've had a difficult last couple of games. Rothis away, you had Fraser at home, and for Martin away, the Martin game was a bit of a topsy-turvy game. Uh, to follow, but in that Fraserburgh game as well, I mean, you were seconds away from from getting a draw against the the league leaders who's, who've pretty much swept everyone aside so far this season, but okay, a difficult run of games over the last few while, but there's some some positives to take out of those games as well, and, and, and I'm sure Saturday, you know, capped off with a victory, good to get back to winning ways. Yeah, it was, Ian, you know, people 
the positive for us, we haven't beat Fort William in two years. Um, doesn't matter where Fort William or City, not, that was something that we needed to do on Saturday and, and we done it. Um, so that was a real positive. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd improved. Listen, I think their the results suggest that they've improved. So listen, we haven't beat Fort William in two years, so we did it. The Rothis game was a sore one to take. Um, that was just basic mistakes that cost us the Rothis one. It was our own mistakes. Rothis didn't cut us open or tear us apart or... You know, we had the majority of the ball. We had the better chances. We didn't take them. The top-end teams are ruthless, and they took theirs. The Fraser Brown one was a real sickener. Um, again, Ian, we were the better team. Didn't take chances. And listen, Fraser Brown, you've, you've said it yourself, they're sweeping everyone aside at the moment. And the 94th-minute winner was a sickener, but listen, that, again, that's what the best teams in this league do to you, in any league. Um, the Formartin one, listen, I, I, could, I could sit here and talk about officials and everything else, but I'm not going to do that because we've lost 4-2 and it looks as if we've taken another four goal. That was out of our hands that night. Yes, we should have stopped the first goal. We switched off a minute in the second half. But their second and third goals should not have stood. And it's as simple as that. Um, and to be fair to the players, they, we went down to Formar and, and we could have switched off because we'd taken a sore one on the Saturday against Fraserburgh. We didn't. We were excellent again at Formartin. Um Out of our hands, what happened? Um, could have we have defended the, second, the first and fourth goals better? Of course we could. We switched off. Second and third goals taken out of our hands. Um, and I'll not say too much on it because I don't want to make excuses. At the end of the day, we lost the game. But yep. no, we're, we're heading in the right direction and we're happy where we're going. Now, I know managers don't like to... In, in fact, actually, just touching on your, your start there, I didn't know that, you know, two years since since Clark beat um, for William. That, that's quite uh, quite something. Um, now, I know managers don't like to, to single out players. I'm, I'm going to single out one here because... Um, James Anderson's been been brilliant for you uh, so far this season. I mean, to I mean, every team wants and needs a goal scorer, um, but to have someone you know that's doing it on a regular basis for you must be so pleasing. It's absolutely fantastic that the young Jamesy starts. Um, they speak for themselves, um, but James will be the first one to tell you, Lewis Nicholson. Scotty Morrison, Robbie Thompson. Um, he's getting the service. Liam Taylor, Ross Logan. You know, these boys are supplying him with these opportunities. Yes, James, he's got to be there. But these guys are supplying him as well. And James, he'll be the first to tell you. But listen, Ian, that young man is from where he was eight weeks before the, the pre-season and season kicking off. Um, he has come a long way after what he went through in the summer. Um, no, absolutely fantastic. I can't speak highly enough of him. Um, great attitude, great listener. Wants to be in the right areas to put the ball in the back of the net. And he's just signed a new two-year deal. So, no, it's uh, we're delighted. Delighted for him. But James is happy. James he is playing every week. Suits our style. Mm-hmm. This moment in time, he's—I believe—he's the top marksman in the Highland League. So, all credit to him for that. 
Yeah, he's certainly um, he's certainly firing in the goals, which I'm sure will delight you and the rest of well everyone associated with Clark. Uh, Jordan, on a more personal point of view, I mean, obviously the last year or so has been crazy for everyone. Um, it's, you know, you've, you've taken over as, as Clark manager about a year ago at this time. Um, obviously, we had the, the COVID-affected season. We're now kind of back in regular playing, uh, you know, week in, week out in the Highland League. No, fingers crossed that that continues as well across the winter. Uh, but in terms of from your own personal point of view, you know, um, just delighted to be out there, you know, um, taking charge of Clark and, and getting, you know, um, just back to normality. How's, how's that kind of first year being as Clark manager for you? Um, hectic. It's probably the best word, but in a good way. Um, you know, we came in. Uh, the difference now, Ian, to when we first took over is, is night and day. Um, you know, we took the dressing room over. There was a perception that, that you know, Clark had finished third bottom. There was a lot of negativity around the club um, when we first came in. Um, something that we had to deal with, and we did. Um, confidence in the players was at an all-time low, I would say. Um, I'm a firm believer in... If you're a confident footballer, then you're going to do. You're going to play well. It's. I don't think it's rocket science. Um, I don't know why people try and complicate football because, for me, football's ninety percent confidence. We've brought that to a level that we're happy at. Um, players, you can see that in the results. Um, no, but it's been great. Even the board have been absolutely fantastic with us and the changes that we've wanted to make and made. And they backed us in every single one. And they followed through it for us and their promises that they've told us as well. So it's been great. Listen, we we want to get Clark back to where we think they belong. It's going to take time. We've got a style um, that we had to implement with the players. It's taken time. It's taking shape. We're getting there. Um, the players have been fantastic with it, us as the club as a whole. So no, we believe we're in a we're in a good place and, and we're hoping to kick on. Um it's all positive around the club. We've got the right people in, all positive people all pulling in the same direction, which maybe wasn't happening before. So no, we're 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 getting there in and we're 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 happy where we're heading. Well, in terms of the in the, in the present moment in time, um it's funny I use Clark as an example. Uh, speaking to Dean Donaldson uh, last week in terms of, you know, what a, a run can do uh, in terms of propelling yourself up the the league table. Uh, you guys going into this weekend, you guys are currently eighth. I know it's far too early in the season to look at league tables, but three points could take you within a point of your opponents on Saturday. Brora Rangers are next up for you guys as well. Brora are in action tonight as we record this on the Wednesday afternoon. But in terms of uh, a game against Brora at home. Um, that's a, a game that's, you know, it's always going to be a difficult one regardless uh, of league positions. But looking at your Fraserburgh performance uh, a few weeks ago, you, I'm sure you you guys will go out there and uh, and have a real kind of go at Brora. Ian, we, we've never hidden from the fact we we will go out and we will we'll be going out to have a go um, to win the game. Um, we we don't we don't play any other way. Um, we're not going to change. 
Um, listen, we're not naive. Um, these, you know, Broad are a, a very, very, they're a top side. Um, there's no getting away from that. Top players. Listen, they have so many league championships that they've won recently. So we're, we're not naive to think, oh, it's Broda, blah, blah, blah. Listen, we know what we're facing on Saturday. We know how tough it's going to be. But we will look to take the game to Broda and we will look to hurt them, just as they will us. But it's, uh, no, if we can repeat the phrase of our performance, then we'll give ourselves a chance. You've got young kids buzzing about as well, as do I. So it's always tricky to, to find the, the quietest place in the house to, to go and speak football. Uh, Jordan, I really appreciate your time this afternoon and I wish you all the very best for, for Saturday and the, and the season ahead. Thank you very much, Ian. Now, before we round up this week's podcast, as I mentioned, right at the start of the show, uh, just back from Dudgeon Park, some midweek action uh, to round up in the Highland League. The game I was at, Broader Rangers, beating Rothis by three goals to nil, being the first side to beat the men from McKissick Park this season in a rerun of the North of Scotland Cup final. Bucky Thistle, 9-1 winners over Fort William Brora and Bucky getting back in amongst the mix at the top end of the league. For Martin United, scored three second-half goals to beat Strathspey Thistle by three goals to nil. And in the Aberdeenshire Shield, the Aberdeenshire Cup winners Banks of D were 4-2 winners at home to Hermes. Inverurie Locos beat Fraserburgh, of course, the top two sides in the table going into uh, this evening's clash. Inverurie winning that one at Harlow Park by three goals to nil. Keith left it late, but beating Aberdeen University by two goals to one. And Huntley were 1-0 winners at home to Tariff United. A quick check. On this weekend's fixtures, we talked to Jordan McDonald about Clark as they take on Brewer Rangers at home. And also we mentioned to Callum McLean, Fort William, of course, away this weekend at Lossiemouth. It's supposed to be a home game, but they'll take on Lossiemouth at Grant Park. Elsewhere, for Martin, host Tariff United, Fraserburgh, back on home soil at the Bellsley. Keith are the visitors. Huntley face Bucky Thistle at home. Inverurie take on Forest Mechanics at Harlow Park. Rothis are at home to Devon Vale. Nairn County travel to Strathspey Thistle. And Brecon set for their first trip, their longest away trip of the season, away to Wick Academy. That's it from me here on the HFL Show. Enjoy your weekend, wherever the football takes you.